welcome to the AHC podcast. Join us in conversation with experts, thought leaders and colourful characters in the hairdressing industry and beyond. We'll be discussing stories and ideas to inspire, educate and entertain you and most importantly, to help grow your business. If you'd like to listen to more AHC podcasts, you can find them on Spotify or Apple under the Australian Hairdressing Council. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi, everyone. It's Sandy Chong here from the Australian Hairdressing Council, and I've got Kelly Cunningham with me from Your Leasing Co. Now, we do love speaking to Kelly because so far she's actually saved over $1.5 million for the Australian Hairdressing Council members on their leases. So they've been absolutely brilliant. Kelly has and her company have been absolutely brilliant for our industry. Now, a lot of questions come to the AHC about selling your business. And in particular, well, what happens to a lease when you are selling your business? Uh, What happens if you've only got six months left in your lease and you want to sell your business? Now, these are some of the questions that come to the AHC. So I thought I'd get the expert, Kelly. I'm going to pass over to Kelly and um, find out, well, what is the procedure? You're selling your salon. What do I do with my lease? Uh, What happens if I don't have a long lease left, but I really want to sell my salon? All of those questions that come um, to the HC, I know Kelly will be all over it. So welcome, Kelly, and thank you again for being part of the Australian Hairdressing Council and always taking care of our members and giving the best advice. And also, before I I forget, if you've got a lease, you must register it with your leasing co because what they'll do and and this is a free service what they'll do is they'll let you know when your lease is coming up and they'll also let you know what your options are and that I know that they will save you money and a lot of grief as well I wish I had Kelly in my life when I did rent premises um, because I didn't have much luck with my landlords but I wish I had Kelly in my life anyway hi Kelly how are you today Hi, Sandy. Good, thanks. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, I mean, we we get a lot of calls as well um, for the same reason, because people are looking to sell their businesses and not quite sure what are the steps, what do I need to do, am I still on the hook after I sell, or what are the things that I need to know if I'm preparing my business for a sale? So there's, you know, if you've got a lease that's, you know, you've still got a period of time to go on your lease, and you've got options on that lease, that effectively means that you've got, you know, quite a bit of time left, that you've got control of the lease if you want it. And that's a, that's an easy scenario. I mean, you're you're selling your business. Um, you're gonna, there's a couple of options for you. You can either assign the current lease, which means, and you'll sign an assignment of lease, which means that you're effectively handing over or passing over the existing terms and conditions of your lease to the buyer. Now, there is, in every state, it's different, but there is particular rules around that and the timing of when you share a document, when you share information, how much time you give your buyer to sign the document, things like that. That's really, really important that you make sure you're across um, because generally what happens is when you assign your lease, if you I'm in a lease and I'm selling my salon to Sandy, then I sell it to you. Then it's, if I don't follow the procedure correctly, it could mean that if um, Sandy doesn't fulfill her duties under that lease, then it will bounce back to me. And I don't want that, right? Because I have sold the business, I've moved on, I've moved to the seaside and having a retirement or whatever it is, my next stage is is happening. The last thing I want is to get a call to say, hey, guess what? The person you sold your business to has disappeared into the sunset 
and uh, you're next in line. Please come back and start operating your business. So there's some procedures to follow that you need to make sure you get right so that you're not still on the hook afterwards. There's a couple of ways to do that. The the advice we always give to our clients um, is the gold standard or the best way to ensure that that's not a problem and that you are officially off the hook is to see if the buyer can enter into a lease directly with the landlord. So rather than saying, okay, I'm going to hand over and assign my lease to you, what we're going to negotiate with the landlord is that I terminate my lease and the buyer starts a new lease in their own name. It might be for the exact same terms and conditions and the exact same rent and those kinds of things, but they will start a new lease from the day they take the possession of the business and the lease will be in their name forever after and my lease has been terminated, meaning that my responsibility and liabilities attached to that lease have also been terminated and I don't have the risk of somebody knocking on my door down the track and saying, you know, come back, you know, we need you back in the business. Um, that way, the, you're out, the new person's in. It also gives the landlord an opportunity to enter maybe a longer term lease with the buyer because you may have three years left to go. The landlord may say, yep, we'll do that, but the new person can enter a five-year lease. Or they may enter the three years, the remaining term, but then give them an option or something like that. So that's the best way for you to cut off your liability at the end of a lease is to ideally say, well, I'm going to terminate mine and start again. Having said that, if the landlord's not open to that, then you can assign the lease, but just make sure that you follow the time frame. Like in New South Wales, for example, there's you've got to provide a lessor's disclosure statement and it's got to be provided seven days before the lease is provided so that the, t- the buyer has an opportunity to read it and doesn't feel that they're pressured into signing something. And if you don't meet those time frames, then you're not off the hook and you stay responsible, which nobody wants that when they're selling a business, right? Because they've all moved on. So in every state, it's different. So making sure that you use a lawyer to help you make sure you actually tick those boxes in the appropriate time frames is really, really critical to making sure that you're off the hook because you can be off the hook. I mean, some people often say to me, I thought that I was always going to be on the hook for this lease. That's not true. I mean, it can be true if you don't follow the process, but there are ways certainly to be off the hook as soon as you sell your business and as soon as you pass over your lease. Ideally, like I said, you'll get them to sign a new lease and terminate yours. But if that's not possible, then assigning the lease and make sure you're following that process so that it's very clear legally that your ties to that liability are severed. Now, one of the questions we talked about before is when you've only got six months left to go on your lease. And this is a tricky one because you're selling something where you don't have um, the guaranteed tenure. And generally about six months out, the landlord has a responsibility to inform you of their um, expectations and what they're going to do. Are they going to renew or not renew? So the first thing you need to do when you're thinking of selling your business is talk to your landlord about what their intentions are post-expiry. Because if they're planning to change the place around, renovate it, bulldoze it, something like that, then obviously they're not going to offer you a new lease. So therefore putting it on the market for sale is going to be difficult because you're not going to be able to enter into an extended tenure in that space. So understanding from the landlord their intentions. If the landlord says, yes, no, I've got no dramas, I'm I'm not planning to change anything, I want to, I'd love, love you to stay, you know, sharing with the landlord that you are looking to sell the business is helpful um, because you could potentially then enter into a month-to-month agreement afterwards with them knowing, the landlord knowing that you are planning to sell. And then when your buyer comes, then you introduce the buyer immediately to the landlord and the landlord enters a new lease with them. So again, you're terminating your lease and they're entering into a new lease. 
Um, alternatively, you can extend your lease for one year. Or if you've got six months to go, you don't have to sign a five-year lease or a three-year lease. You can say to the landlord, hey, I'm looking to sell, but I've only got six months left to go on my lease. Any chance I can extend it for one year or extend it for two years or whatever you think the time frame might be in order to sell your business. And then um, you've got that bit of tenure, which is suitable. And you might say, can I sign for one year with a four-year option or extend it so that you're, you're not on the hook for a long time? So that if the sale doesn't come together and you can't sell the business, you're not stuck in it for the next five years, but you're only in it for a short period of time. But if it does sell, then the buyer has got the security to know that I'm buying a business that does have the potential five years to go. But the most critical piece there is talking to your landlord as soon as you're thinking about selling your business and finding out what their intentions are for your tenancy. Because the last thing you want to do is sell your business to someone I mean, most buyers, if they are sophisticated or prudent, they will ask this question themselves. But you don't want to be selling your business. And then the first thing they find out is the landlord's not going to renew the lease because that's going to be messy for everybody. So talking to your landlord about it, being open with them, there's no harm in sharing the information with the landlord, right? Because they can help you sell your business by helping you offer, you know, terms, negotiating, all those things. And that was um that was really great advice, since Kelly, because I think that probably the one thing that when someone's selling a business, they don't want anyone to know, but they do want people to know, you know, because you don't want to lose your staff, you don't want to lose your business, and so I think probably one thing that that they don't do is talk to the landlord. Mm. Uh, there's that fear they'll be kicked out or you know whatever it'll affect the sale. So what you've actually suggested is really great, and it's really interesting because when you were talking about um you know, making sure that you are completely, I guess, severed from the lease when someone else uh, buys the business so you don't have the liabilities. I actually do know someone who obviously didn't do that correctly and um, the person who bought their business left and they had to pay out the term of the lease. So it cost them a lot of money. Um, They'd obviously not, um, you weren't around at the time, I think, which is a shame, but they obviously didn't do it right. So it can be a very, very costly mistake if you don't do this correctly. So once again, thank you for your advice. Thank you for just, you always speak in a way that's very clear and easy to understand for, um, you know, those in business. So thanks again, thanks again Kelly. Um, Kelly Cunningham from Your Leasing Co. Thanks, Sandy.